Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You know how you always tell us not to leave the Sudafed case open, especially when teens are around, because one of them might distract you with skateboard tricks and all of their friends will come and steal all the Sudafed? Well, that happened. Welcome to Cloud Nine, a superstore podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm BB. And we're talking about episode seven, new initiative written by. What ben- season? Wait, season. Season four. It's the newest season so far. Okay, who wrote it? Written by Ben Duggan, directed by Ken Whittingham. Originally aired November 15th, 2018. Woo, woo. Somewhat of a Thanksgiving episode. Kind of, yeah. They talked about gobblers. They mentioned Thanksgiving and Jonah's parents are there. Yes. What's this one called? New Initiative. New Initiative, which is to schmize or whatever it says. <laughs> they misspelled smile. They were spelling smile like aisle. <laughs> but it looks like smazel. A couple questions. Hmm? What is a smazel? How do you go the extra one? And what if you probably weren't going the standard amount of smazels to begin with? I, I well, uh, do you know? Uh, I think it's supposed to be going the extra smile. Because that rhymes with mile. And we have aisles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is the new initiative to kind of like fight against Amazon, which is a real thing now. Like people would rather just be online than go into some shitty store where people are going to be treating you like trash. Human connection is what sets us apart from online retailers. That's our secret weapon. Oh, so this is how corporate plans on taking down Amazon by having Sandra talk about her dying cat? He has plenty of time. So I get that. I get that new initiative coming down from corporate, giving that personal touch. So yeah, it was interesting. And then you saw like different types of customers that are coming into the store to get their items. Yeah. And Glenn really doesn't want people shopping on Amazon to the point that he helps a potential murderer find some bleach. Wow. Got quite the full cart. I got a shovel and tarp and some duct tape and kitchen knives and garbage bags and a saw where do you keep your bleach he has knives in his cart when glenn sees him and he reads the cart or whatever um and then later he's back at the knives and he pulls a knife out of the display block and that bothered me so much because you cannot pull those out you like literally can't because they bolt them in. Ah. So it was just like for me, it broke me out of like that. But I did like his little thing where he was like jabbing in a very murderous way. For some reason that they don't even understand, uh, Garrett and Dina have a bet about smiling. Why would we even do it? What are we doing it for? A nice bottle of scotch. I like scotch. So do I. I guess we're 
doing this? Yes, so. On three. Yeah, I think it was just triggered by the ad or the new initiative. And they're bored at work and they're like, I bet I can do it. What, did they bet a bottle of rum or scotch or something? Yeah, scotch. Which I didn't think Garrett would have like been that into that. But I think they're both really proud people. When Garrett was working at the returns desk, every <laughs> customer that he got was just like experiencing some sort of trauma. Yeah. And he had a smile through it and it just like pissed everyone off. I don't think it's funny. I'm just in this contest. Yeah, screw you. Um, I don't need this dog collar anymore. Did he grow out of it? Oh, and then when Sandra went up to Dina. <laughs> the Sudafed. The teenagers took the Sudafed. <laughs> and then D Sandra even like winked and smiled at her. Yeah. And it was so perfect. Oh, Sandra was good in this episode. And just like her understanding of their relationship is that like they pretend to be mean to each other, but they love each other. I love our jokey. I hate you, but I really love you back and forth. Dina's like, no, I actually hate you. And she's like, sure you do. Wink, nudge. I love it. It gets to the point where Dina gets Garrett's ex-girlfriend to come in and tell him that he has an illegitimate son. So you tracked down my ex-girlfriend who I haven't seen in years and paid her to say I was the father of her child just so I would momentarily stop smiling and you could win a stupid bet? Hey, when I play, I play hard. I will have to agree with Garrett that Dina's smile is hella creepy. <laughs> it is. It's not, I don't know, it's not a smile. I know she can smile, but that was just like her, like, I can hold this for a really long time, smile. So do you want to talk about Jonah's parents? Sure. Because they're first uh, set up as like this old couple who is just going to like talk you to death. I hate making small talk with old people. It's always a two-hour fiasco about their children or what race they're worried about getting robbed by. It's so weird how they always have the most time to talk and yet the least time to live. Mm. Initially, it was supposed to be Mateo who was supposed to talk to them, but he like... Very He's sneakily. Like, fuck this whole smiling thing. He was really not into it. <laughs> but he so he like passes the buck to Amy, who then goes through kind of like a montage of different places that they're just like talking her ear off. The, yeah. The one where she's in the bed is the like <laughs> ugh, creepy. Uh, my hand just touched your leg, but didn't mean anything. I know. So then we find out that those are Jonah's parents because Jonah sees them coming around the corner because he was helping that guy with a drill and Jonah does not know what the fuck a drill even does. <laughs> this one is red, so that's a plus if you like red. It, it also uh, drills like super deep holes. You can't even compare one to another, dude. Like, what the hell? At least Mateo was upfront about it, and he's like, I don't know nothing about that. Ew. <laughs> Excuse me, do you know anything about drills? Oh, God, no. Ew. <laughs> anyway, he rips his vest off and throws it in over the aisle. Who knows where it landed? Because <laughs> we don't see it again. Yeah. And then <laughs> he runs into Amy and his parents together. 
And he's able to maneuver himself out of that situation because his parents don't know that he works there. They don't know that he's not a doctor or in medical school. I mean, Amy was able to pick up on the deception pretty easily. This is who we're visiting. It's our son who's in medical school. <laughs> no, no. Hi, this Hi is... I'm Jonah. It's nice to meet you. Glenn, on the other hand. He had to take a yam to the face to... <laughs> <laughs> Full-ass yam in the face. <laughs> I can't believe his parents didn't catch on by then. Like, Amy volunteers to clean out the rat traps. And, he, and as soon as she moves away, Glenn is still, like, talking to, like, di dictating. Like, or not dictating, delegating. And well, and Jonah... <laughs> Fesses up to whatever happened in the bathroom. Excuse me, why are you telling him that he should clean the bathroom? Because well, I'm the one who did it, uh, and you caught me red-handed. So I'm going to go ahead and take care of that and see you guys at home. Yeah, what the fuck happened to the bathroom? He's like, I did that. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> ew. Ew. Like, you would rather do that than tell your parents, yeah, no, I do work here, and I'm going to go clean that. <laughs> I'm just, like, imagining that theoretical situation that... <laughs> Like Jonah yes. makes that no, mess no, like and somebody... Glenn catches him in the act. <laughs> no, I wish that would happen in real life, like at a retail store. Like when you find like a horrible, disgusting mess in the bathroom, if you could track down that person and make them clean it. <laughs> oh my God, that would be great. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Like, oh, you caught caught, dude. Now you have to clean it up. That's like justice, you know? Oh, God. And then for Jonah, it's like, oh, nuts. You got me. Guess I'll clean it up. <laughs> Aw, shucks. I thought I'd get away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling Cloud9 employees. So then, okay, so he comes out to his dad uh, or in mom that he works there. Then, like, his parents are so grandiose about him. Like, yeah, which... Is really endearing that they had to explain to Glenn, like, why, like, working at Cloud Night isn't the best thing in the world for a young man to be doing. And Glenn's like, I guess you can't be president because you're too short. Which is a real thing. Presidents, on average, are very tall. Really? Yeah. That's racist. Heightist. Elitist. One of those. Something. That's really weird. We should have a short president, somebody who knows what it's like to be little. What were you talking about? Jonah coming out and then his parents being so disappointed when he wasn't the manager. Yeah. They were like so upset. Like his mom was crying and making a fucking scene. And then his dad starts freaking the fuck out. And he has to literally sit down on the floor <laughs> because Jonah is not. On that tile floor. Yeah. Ugh. Where Amy's water broke. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't even know that he's dating Amy. They thought he was dating Natalie Portman. So, yeah, no, I told my mom I was going to a movie with Natalie Portman, and she thought I was seeing a movie with Natalie Portman, and she was so happy and proud. And she believed you, <laughs> which is the weirdest part, because you are so out of her league. <laughs> I am. I'm completely out of her league. What? How gullible can you be? One, this kid has been, like, scamming his family for three fucking years. Yeah. That's literally scamming them, probably asking them to buy him shit all the fucking time. And then he's also, like, lying about his partner. I'm, and I'm assuming that his mom has been emailing 
him. Probably fake Google account. Yeah. Do you think the emails like Natalie Portman for real? It's probably like at Yahoo or at AOL. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Dot com. (laughs) I don't know. It's just so ridiculous. And I don't understand how Amy can stand by that kind of nonsense at all. I really liked how she was really upset at him when he was like, this is temporary. And she really took that to heart, which I think she should. I mean, why upset them when I'm not going to be here that much longer anyway? Oh, where are you going? I don't know, but it's not like I'm going to be here forever. You know, this is all temporary. Oh, it's all temporary. And I was kind of glad to see Jonah in that kind of like, maybe you should watch what you say and how you say it type of situation. Mm -hmm. Because guys do that all the time, I feel like, where they don't realize what they're saying until it's too late. And you're like, oh, you just said that. So it was nice to see that play out in like television and it felt real. You know, it, I feel like a lot of the time when you're watching um, syndicated or sitcom or whatever shows, they they always feel very false or kind of like they feel really written. Like this is obviously manufactured by some writers in a room, but this felt real. Like this is something that Jonah has been dealing with. And well, and they've had a, a similar discussion before when they were talking about Jonah thought he had the chance to go back to college mm-hmm. when he thought he was still on for low or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. He continuously hurts the people around him with his lies and his, Feelings of like superiority. You see where he gets it from. Yeah, really do. <laughs> you really do. And it was really interesting. My favorite was when Mateo was just eating them like cheese puffs. <laughs> like, yep. In the break room, some of the other team members are talking about the things like they deceive their parents about. I once stole money from my mom and then I broke a window and flushed her jewelry down the toilet to make it look like a robbery. I used to tell my parents I was meeting friends at Emo's Pizza, but really, I was eating alone at Emo's Pizza. Mateo's parents think he's straight. <laughs> and he's, his straight voice is so good. He's like, <laughs> oh my God, a football. Throw! I hate to see her go, but I love looking at her butt. <laughs> <laughs> when Amy is like trying to get childhood stories from Jonah's parents, that kind of parallels when Jonah met Amy's parents. and. Mm-hmm. Buddying up with her mom. Yes. Uh, she learned some interesting things, too. Like His older brothers convinced him it was a nude pool. And so everyone at the Radisson saw his tiny little tush. His tiny tush? Okay, well, everybody's tush was tiny at that age, so. He was so embarrassed. He tried to hide under the water until everyone left. <laughs> he almost drowned. And he cried a lot. Yeah. Cries all the time. And what do you have? Like porcelain horses? Yeah, something like that. Amy's name tag was Gabriella. Oh, and Jonah explains that to his family. Yeah, I think this is the first time since the pilot that they've actually like referenced. Yeah, they acknowledged her name tags. Yeah. Her name is Amy. She just wears different names every day. (laughs) It's pretty cute. And Cheyenne was not in this episode. Oh, I liked Saeed in this one. He lost his blue pen and everyone was like on the lookout. Yeah. So that's at the very end. Jonah and Amy reveal their dating secret. And nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares. Hasn't that been going on for a while? No. Well, yes, but we've been keeping it secret. Now we're announcing it. Yep. 
So what do you want from us? I feel and that. I feel like that's for the best because I don't think that secret was doing anything for us plot wise. Uh-uh. I, I mean, has it ever like their whole relationship for me has always been like a meh kind of storyline. I feel like I've been very vocal about this, too. Like whatever happened to Jeff? Jeff, I'm not sure he'll be around. He's just not as involved in the story arcs right now. Yeah. So what's Mateo up to? Like, I want to know, like, the other characters. But it's not all about, like, the romantic relationships that build these characters either. And that is something that I really like about this show. Sometimes it doesn't, like, excluding Amy and Jonah, most of the other character development happens outside of a relationship with a significant other. So I really like that. I prefer that because I feel like with television, they always amp up romantic relationships. And it's just like kind of tired. I feel like the Golden Girls was a really good one that did that without like, like, yeah, they had dates and stuff, but their relationship within each other as friends and girlfriends was really important. Um, Any thoughts on the episode overall? It was good. I was excited to watch it. Um... Corporate shenanigans were fun when they misspell things or that weird sign about ask ask us to ask you how your day was. Yeah, that's pretty cute and funny. It was cheeky. Um, It felt like an Amazon commercial for a minute, (laughs) which made me uncomfortable. But I know that this show is basically ads. That's why it's in a big store. This is the type of episode that, like, if you've never seen the show before, I feel like you can jump in and pick up on everything. Like, we're not in the middle of the arc about pregnancy or anything like that. Right. Yeah. It's just a kind of it can kind of fit anywhere as long as Amy and Jonah are past their awkward phase. Yeah. Which might. But I feel like anyone can get that because it's been so tried and true in the sitcom world they they can figure out okay these two are together and now they're like in a weird situation got it the next episode is called manager's conference Ooh! and that doesn't air till december 6th so we're kind of in the middle of a big break here oh nice well have a heavenly day have a heavenly day Attention Cloud9 shoppers, you can support us by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a rating or review. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at SuperstorePod. You can also email us at SuperstorePodcast at gmail.com. Have a heavenly day. Don't you have to pay for Prime? Uh-huh. Oh, it's uh, totally worth it. You get free shipping plus movies, music. We, we've got music. Just go check out our CD selection. It's all on clearance. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.